Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome back again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and we are back again with Dave talking about what to do when someone leaves you. And we've had an awesome time. And the Spirit of the Lord was even on the uh, podcast. And um, I am just grateful that Dave was decided to be a part of the episode because I believe that this is something that we need to talk about. And I believe this is something that will cause healing to all of those that are listening. So please share this episode with others that you know that may be grieving in a relationship or going through in a relationship. Um, and as we talk about this, and if you didn't get the previous episode, go back and listen because we talked about several things, especially about the grieving process when someone leaves you. That is important as well as what to do when you're leaving an unhealthy relationship. Um, But we're going to go into the episode today and I'm going to read Dave's bio again for those that may have not been in the last episode. And so Dave is a Christian author. He is a speaker and he is a content writer and he grew up in LA and now lives in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And Dave and his wife, Janet, helps discouraged Christians hear God for real so they can live with bold purpose on purpose. They also help churches learn to embrace wounded people. Dave writes about inner healing and intimacy with Jesus. Wow. And we know that um, we all need to go through inner healing because we've all experienced things in our life that we've needed to process and how we needed to deal with the things that we have been hurt from. And intimacy with Jesus, of course, is key. And Dave writes about this. Um, And it's awesome that he is able to help churches to learn how to embrace wounded people. Because as he said in the episode before, uh, we're going to have a lot of more people that is coming into the presence of God and coming into the house of God. And they're going to be wounded. And we have to learn how to respond um, and not you know, be so hard, but we have to learn how to respond in love because Jesus Christ was love. And so everything that we do, we should respond with the love of Christ in our heart. So I thank you again, Dave, for being with us on today. I'm honored to have you again and know that God is good. So welcome back, Dave. Thank you, Dr. Tiffany. It's great (laughs) to be here again with you this week. And I just thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you. So glad to have you uh, with us again to he, uh, today. Um, and so one thing I want to tell the listeners about is that you always encourage others to know um, that their story is not over, you know, and that it can be a hard uh, it can be hard to trust the process when a person leaves you. Um, what are some things that listeners can do to trust the process? Uh, and and uh, before you get there, um, you have mentioned, and I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but I know you have mentioned that you were in a first, ep- uh, you, you, you had your first marriage. Um, and just as much as you're comfortable with sharing, um, 
talk about that process um, a little bit to the listeners. Mm. Um, yeah, so I had dysfunctional expectations in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. really bad happened mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I had this idea that I wasn't valuable. Um, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a Christian home. I had a great dad. He taught me a lot about the Lord. Um, but back in the days before computers, he did a lot of accounting work. And he would be often at the kitchen table with his adding machine, you know, with his fingers mm-hmm. flying on the keys. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> back in the days when adding machines had tapes, and he'd take the tape and line up all the numbers with his, his piece of paper and make sure he typed everything right. But if I wanted him to play a game with me when I was a child, I wanted him to play a game with me, I'd ask him to play a game of cribbage because I knew he couldn't resist the game of cribbage. Or he was a big baseball guy, so I'd ask him to play a game of catch. And he would always drop what he was doing and play a game of cribbage with me or, or play catch. Um, but if I wanted to play Battleship or I wanted to play Sorry or some other silly board game that, that was my preference, well, a lot of times he was too busy for that. So I learned uh, I learned that, that wrongly that my mm-hmm. preferences weren't, impor- weren't important. Um, sometimes... We, we all talk about trauma. There's actually two types of trauma. There's, um, there's type B trauma, which is the bad thing happened. And that's usually what we think about when we think about trauma, you know, physical abuse, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's another type of trauma that's type A trauma, the absence of the necessary good thing. Mm-hmm. And that can be just as that neglect can be just as devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine didn't even rise to that level. Um, but still, I, I grew up with a sense that my preferences weren't important. It wasn't good to be too, too happy. You know, if I got too happy or got euphoric about something, I got shut down. You know, so I mm-hmm. learned, oh, it's mm-hmm. not too good. It's not good to be too successful. It's not good to be too happy. You know, so I chose um, someone to marry who would not be who would not be too happy, who would not be good. You know, somebody I thought I deserved down way down here at my sick level. Right, um, right, right. And the the person ended up kind of being being a um, well, so, so it, it was, it was just a big process. Classic, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> kind of the, the passive and the aggressive, and I was the passive one. And right, um, right. So I I got to look like the good guy, quote unquote. <laughs> but that's just that's just as unhealthy. Yeah, uh, you don't yeah. want to be the. One of the things I learned is you don't want to be the good guy. Um, because it makes the other person the bad guy and the good guy, if you're sitting in the good guy chair and you turn that chair around, that chair has a secret name on the back, victim. Mm. And I just want to be sitting in the victim chair. Wow, that's so So good. the only way of getting out of the good guy chair is to let the other person out of the bad guy chair. And we do that through forgiveness. Yes, yes. And that's that the is only so way good. to get out of the victim chair is realize I'm sitting in the victim chair. That's the good guy chair. I have to let them out of the bad guy chair by, by forgiveness. And that's, that's something I do between me and God. They may not change their behavior at all, but as I get healthy, um, I learn to not tolerate that behavior anymore. And so I could set a boundary and say, okay, um, if you want to scream, that's fine. Knock yourself out, but I'm not going to be in the room. 
scream to the walls all, all you want, but I'm going to walk out of the room. And when you want to talk about this and have this conversation without screaming, I'd love to have this conversation with you. Um, so when you get healthy, it gives the other person a choice. It's like, hey, wait a minute, you flipped over the whole apple cart here. Um, what's up with that? So they have a choice now. They can either get healthy or they can leave. If they leave, that's a loss. That's a death in your life. And we talked about this at length on the previous podcast. Um, but letting them... Um, let, letting them leave, number one, and grieving the loss. We talked about that on the, on the previous podcast. Mm-hmm. But realizing it's not over. Realizing that um, as long as we have breath, God is still writing the story. And they may, yes. they may realize when they're gone, they may realize, you know, I had a pretty good deal with that person. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it was a spouse or a friendship or whatever, and I flushed right. them because I was not healthy. <laughs> And it may take them being gone a little bit to miss you a little bit before they realize um, that um, they they miss you and they want that mm-hmm. relationship and they realize how much they really do love and care about you. Mm-hmm. Or they may not. And that's the scary thing is it comes at a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't just bounce back into the relate. They can't just bounce back into the relationship where they were um, because they've broken trust. Um, a lot of times abusers will come back and say, well, haven't you forgiven me? You're, you're a Christian. That means you're supposed to forgive, right? That means I can come back into this relationship, promise I'll never do it again, and everything's <laughs> fine. So, and it's like, no, it, it does not work that way. No. I can forgive you, but that doesn't mean I trust you. Right, I can, right. <laughs> I can forgive you, which means I drop what I have against you. I, I think we can do a whole other podcast on this, but forgiveness <laughs> is the, I, I think the single most misunderstood topic in the church. Yes. Yes. For, forgiveness is not pretending the other person didn't do evil to me. Forgiveness is coming to the place where I realize they are not the evil they did to me. Wow. And so I drop what I have against them, but it doesn't mean I let them come back and do more evil to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we pop back into that relationship. Um, in my house, I have exactly zero pet rattlesnakes. <laughs> if you come to my house and you look in all the rooms and under the beds, you will not find a rattlesnake because those things are scary and they do not come in my house. So if <laughs> someone is scary and they have broken my trust and they have left the relationship, they're just not coming back in the house. They're out there mm-hmm. in the outer rings with the rattlesnakes and they've got to prove over time by their behavior that they're going to steward my heart well. Rattlesnakes are not, um, rattlesnakes do not have a good reputation of stewarding your heart well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tend to be kind of scary. Uh, so you got to prove that, that you can steward my heart well. You know, so we'll That's do good. it. You, you could think about your life like, you know, concentric circles of, of intimacy. And it's you and God in the innermost circle. And then the next circle out is, is you know, your spouse if you're married or maybe your parents if you're not or your children or siblings or other family members. And then the next circle out is maybe the people you work with or your neighbors. And, you know, people get um, <clears throat> in, in, those outer, in those outer rings of, of intimacy, of closeness to you, there's more people in them. The closer mm-hmm. you get in, there's fewer people in those inside circles. Mm-hmm. So when somebody used to be in one of those really inside circles very close to you and they do something scary like leave or don't like it when you got healthy, um, 
I know a lot of people who've come out of drug addictions and their drug buddies don't like it that they don't do drugs anymore. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, yeah. I thought we had a deal where we back <laughs> each other here. You know, what are you doing? Don't be getting clean on me now. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they're, they're someone who used to be in that inner circle. Now they're in an outer circle and they have to earn trust and, and prove that they're going to steward your heart well to get slowly allowed back into that inner circle. That's so good. If it happens at all. Yes. So, so realizing that people can go back and forth between the outer levels of intimacy where they're out there with the, you know, the rattlesnakes and, um, you know, the grizzly bears um, versus being in the inner circle where they're in a place of trust and in a place of um, stewarding your heart well in a place of vulnerability. So yeah. That's a very long-winded qu- answer to your, to, to your question that I asked. But that's, that's, that's good. That's good. You know, um, and, and I was just thinking when you said it can be hard to trust the process when a person leaves you, um, what is a part of that process? I know we talked about the grieving, but is there any, you know, other processes that you have to go through when that person leaves you? Yeah. So I think, I think there's four, I, I think there's four things you can do when someone leaves. One is let them leave. You can't mm-hmm. control them as, as much as you want them to stay and get healthy also. That's their choice. And mm-hmm. if they choose to leave, you need to honor that choice and let them go. Mm-hmm. Secondly, that's a loss. That's a death. You need to grieve that death. You need to grieve the death of that relationship. Um, and everything it could have been. Sometimes grieving the loss isn't just the loss of the relationship, but the loss of everything you hoped it was going to be. Wow, yes. And realize yes. it's not going to be that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a death. Uh, so it's it's going through the process of grieving. And again, I, I recommend going through that with someone, either a counselor or a life coach or a pastor, or someone who will who knows how to let you be in those um, in those phases of grief mm-hmm. uh, without trying to force you into into your happy face. But we'll let you be in um, let, let you let you go through that process. Um, then thirdly, realizing it's not over. As long as we have breath, things can change. God is a God of restoration. It may be years down the road, and that's the scary part. It, it may be never. It depends on them and their choice. Or it may be 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road. I, I know people who have children who no longer speak to them, and they're, they're mm-hmm. praying for their children to um, come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got to let their children live their own adventure. And... Um, uh, uh, but realizing that the story is not over mm-hmm. and it's not over yet um, and then lastly uh, the, the fourth thing is so, so the first thing is letting them leave the second thing is grieving the loss the third thing is realizing it's not over and the fourth thing is praying and it, I, I don't want to sound trite or just say the the little happy Christian thing. Oh, pray about it. But no, no, really, seriously. <laughs> yes, yes. Pr- prayer is an, an underused um, weapon in the church. Um, mm-hmm. The the word says the prayers of a righteous man or woman are powerful and effective. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And God hears on high. God hears and He sees, and you are not alone. And prayer is something we can do even if we don't have a relationship with that person. We could continue praying for them, praying that God will bless them, um, 
that's actually how you know you've completely forgiven them is when you can pray blessing over them without inwardly cringing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like okay god oh i know i'm supposed to bless okay i pray blessing over them okay goodbye amen <laughs> <laughs> That's so like, true, yeah, though. It, it is. Yes, yes. Because that's a clue that there's still some twins mm-hmm. of pain in my heart, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fine. They they did something really hurtful to me. That's that's fine. But it means there's another layer. For, forgiveness isn't like an event. It's not something you did at at three twenty p.m. last Tuesday. You know, it's it's a process. It's something we work through. And when we pray blessing over the other person and can do it without cringing. Then we know we've truly forgiven them. But if we're still inwardly cringing, um, it's it's not about trying harder not to cringe. <laughs> it's, it's about <laughs> learning. Okay, there's something still in my heart I need to go through. And if it takes me six months, if it takes me a year, if it takes me a couple of weeks, however long it takes me to unpack that with the Lord um, and maybe a counselor or a life coach. Um, then then it's good to go through that process and go through that that soul searching and maybe there's something else god wants to heal in me before i can mm-hmm. truly pray blessing over them that's so true and you know for the listeners i'm, I'm going to share a little um, just be a little open with you you know because <clears throat> prayer is key i remember when i was in high school and i was walking to school one day and i talk about this in my book about sexual abuse of youth and i remember walking to school one day and as I was walking to school, the guy, a guy that I knew from the school, he had basically, long story short, um, pulled me in the woods and raped me. And so I had to deal with all of that, that trauma that came with that. Well, um, and it's going along with what Dave said, when you still have to go through that process of forgiveness, even as you're healing within yourself. And you don't know if you're truly healed because when you see that person, it won't, uh, it won't be pressure, it won't hurt you, you won't feel any anger, you won't feel any hurt. And so for a period of time, for some reason, I would always see him here at the store or see him there. And every time I would see him, there would be a fear there, or there would be like, you could see a kind of like a little smile on his face because he knew what he did. And it was just kind of, you know, just always bothering me or just getting towards me. And it was like a fear there. And I remember going to this conference and it was in a, 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 it was a conference that we ended up going to. And one day um, the lady was talking about forgiveness and being able to let all of that go. And um, I thought I was fine, you know, cause I had thought I left it in the hands of the Lord, but all of a sudden tears just started to flow. And I looked and I said, Lord, why am I crying? And it was like, the Lord was saying, because you need to forgive and let let it go, not just forgive it with your lips, but let your whole being, let that go and let me take that on. And so I had to take the process of really just crying. And I mean, I cried and cried and cried and cried, but that was a part of the healing process and the purging. And when I left there, I knew that there was healing there for me and I had been set free and delivered. So when I got back home, it was maybe a year or so later, I don't even know how long ago but I ended up seeing him again and the feeling was gone it was like I didn't feel afraid I didn't feel scared I didn't feel any hate it was like the Lord had completely 
taken that away. And so when Dave says that prayer works, prayer does work. Because when I went to that conference after that happened, I had the lady, uh, she ended up praying for me. And there is power in prayer. And I tell the people all the time, you know, prayer is my lifeline. If you don't have prayer, then you're missing out on a wonderful experience with God to be free. And so when you pray and have as that key, that final add-on um, to what God is doing, then that true healing process can take place because you've actually placed it on him where it belongs on the cross where he took it for our sins. And so when we pray, that is so important. So Dave, thank you for bringing that out because prayer is key, you know, when we're moving forward. Mm. And it's just, it um, <laughs> yeah. And I think if we just really put it on him, uh, and leave it there, he can take care of it better than we can. Yeah, it, it really is. Prayer is, prayer is key. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes. Um, I'm so sorry you went through that. Yes. Um, yes. But I know if you're listening today and you've gone through any type of trauma, any type of relationship trauma, um, the Lord is here to heal you. And he's just looking for you to come to put it on him. You know, you may share your story with others and you feel like they've betrayed your trust, but the Lord will never betray your trust. And like Dave said earlier, you have to get help. You have to be willing to get help. Um, go get counseling. Um, we can pray, but sometimes after pray, if you feel like you're praying, you feel like you still have not got that breakthrough. It's nothing wrong with you to get counseling, uh, professional help, Whatever it is you need in order to make yourself better in Christ, in order to be free, then get that help. And Dave is there. And this is why I had Dave on the episode today um, and last week, because he is experienced in helping churches um, learn how to embrace the wounded and how to take you through the process of inner healing um, and how to teach you how to have that intimacy with Jesus Christ um, so that you won't get discouraged and you continue to move forward. And so I encourage you today um, to check Dave out um, and he's going to pray with uh, the listeners before we leave and then he's going to give you some information. But Dave, let's just ask you to pray for the listeners again today because someone may have not been on the last episode but for those that are on today and they're in the cycle of where they may have gone through some type of trauma or some type of relationship trauma would you pray for them please okay yes i'd be honored to um holy spirit we just ask you to come and be with everyone who's listening today everyone in the sound of our voices who is experiencing relationship trauma um I pray for truth. I pray for truth to come into that place of brokenness. I pray, God, that you would expose um, everything that's going on. I pray that perpetrators would not be able to continue in sin in their lives um, unseen by the rest of the church and and um, unseen by the rest of the church and gaslighting uh, their their victims. I pray for anyone that's being in a a relationship. where they're being gaslighted, um, where they're being abused, where uh, they think no one will believe them. I pray that they would find people who will believe them. I pray that you would expose what's really going on. And I pray for um, uh, safety. Um, I pray for your Holy Spirit to show them the next steps they can take in this relationship to to move forward into wholeness, to move forward 
transport into the place of wholeness you want them to be. Um, Thank you, Lord. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yes, Thank God. you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes, God. Lord, I just pray that you would show your people how to live like sons and daughters of the King and how to live like royalty and realize that they are not orphans. They are royalty. And so many of us are living like orphans. And we accept bad relationships because we don't think we deserve any better. Yes, and I just Lord. pray if there's anyone in the sound of our voice who thinks they deserve this, who thinks no one else will have them, I have to stay in this bad relationship because no one else will have me, that's a lie from the pit of hell that is not true. And I just break that lie over you yes, in Lord. the name of Jesus. And I name pray of truth Jesus. to flood your soul that you are a blessed daughter of the King of Kings. You are a blessed son of the King yes. of Kings. Absolutely. And he has wholeness for you. He has uh, uh, goodness for you. Yes. Um, he has completeness for you. He has a future for you that's good. You do not have to settle for less than the royalty you are by being his daughter. Yes, Lord. Or child. Yes, God. Amen. 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 You know, listeners, this has been truly a blessing. And I feel like somebody's getting free. Somebody's getting set free and healed even now, even where you are right there in your car. Uh, I hear the name Melissa and you're being healed even as you listen to this now. And I thank God for him just even touching your heart, your mind and your spirit uh, that you will now make that decision where you will be able to go um, and get the help you need. Anyone that has been listening today, Get the help that you need. We love you. Uh, there are people that care for you. Dave is here. You can reach out to him as well. And you can reach out on this podcast um, so you can know that you are not alone. There, God loves you and he has people set in place in order to help you get to the place where you need to be. And so I thank you for listening in today, listeners. And Dave, I thank you for um, being a part of the podcast today. You mentioned one thing before I, I let the, let you go. You talked about gaslighting. Just give a brief uh, sentence of what gaslighting means for those listeners who may not know. So gaslighting, it, it comes from an old 1930s movie or, or something. I, I forget what movie it comes from. But it's, it's this idea of... Um, an alternate reality being perpetrated by usually a narcissist you're in a relationship with, uh, where the other person is using manipulation and um, mm -hmm. you you think you're crazy and you you real and they're like, oh, I never said that. And yeah, they did, but they've so convinced you that they never said that or they never did that or you're the one that's crazy um, because they're perpetrating this alternate reality. Wow. Um, in order for them to maintain their dysfunction and be able to blame you for it. Um, mm. And it's unhealthy and it's sick. And um, they, they will get you into a mindset where no one will believe you anyway. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. That's not true. Um, sometimes they can be really good liars. Um, and, and so a lot of times they look, they look great to everybody else in the church, everybody else in the community, they look great. But at, but at home, you know what they're really like. Right. 
right and you're being manipulated and controlled and that is not what god has for you god has something better for you amen amen well thank you so much dave for blessing us with your presence on the podcast today and listeners dave has a special uh product that he wants to give to the listeners today so could you tell them about that and how they can get in contact with you yeah, so our my website is www.identityandwholeness, identityandwholeness, um, all one word, dot com, slash tasty tidbits. And if you go to identityandwholeness.com slash tasty tidbits, there's a uh, free download for ju- just for Dr. Tiffany's audience here on the podcast uh, that summarizes what we've been talking about, um, what to do when someone leaves your life. Um, so that's identityandwholeness.com slash tasty tidbits, and you can get the, the free one page download um, and uh, for an email address, and we'll send you an email when, when um, I have a new blog coming out, <clears throat> and um, you can unsubscribe anytime. So, so go to the website, get the download. You can also contact, get in contact with me at the website, and um, uh, I, I just want to thank Dr. Tiffany for having me on the podcast. This has been so much fun. Yes, and, it has. Uh, a real, <laughs> real honor to get to meet you and, and finally talk to you and, and meet you. Well, it's, so, it's such an honor to have you on here as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm just blessed today to even have you a part. And also, listeners, it will also be in the show notes in my podcast episode on both episodes. So if you happen to miss that, you can just go on the links and you can click the links and it will take you directly there. And so thank you again, listeners, for tuning in today. And may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May heaven shine upon you. May the blessings of the Lord fill you on today and restore your relationship with him in Jesus name. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.